Hey, hi. Welcome back to the Amazon Book Club podcast. My name's Austin Hanna. I'm Ganesh Sarma. I'm Shane Burklow. And this week, we're reading a book called The Fixer by Rex Carpenter. Is that right? Carpenter? Oh, yeah. Rex Carpenter. That's, a, is... that's a man's man. Rex Carpenter? Now, that's a name that knows how to fix. That's a guy that could beat up my dad. Rex? Yeah. Is that a short? Is that short for something? Yeah, Rex and old. T-Rex? <laughs> no, I don't know. T-Rex is a dinosaur. Uh, okay, so Rex, big Rex, sexy Rex. What has he got for us? This is The Fixer, season one complete, a J.C. Bannister serial thriller. I don't regret saying it. Sexy Rex. J.C. Ser- Bannister. That's another great Serial name. thriller. All right. Jesus Christ Bannister. So, uh... <laughs> He was a carpenter. Whoa. Let's delete this episode. No, uh, all right. Let's give it a chance. Okay. So Rex Carpenter, the fixer. This is where I naturally would say, what's this book about? But then I do that. And Ganesh says, oh, what do we do in this podcast? Because I have to remind the audience every week. You're all simpletons. who don't remember what we do on this podcast is we read free eBooks from Amazon Prime. We read the first page, the 25% mark, the 50% mark, the 75% mark, and then the last page. Uh, Sorry. It would make Yell. sense that we, Shane got really excited. He loves the last pages of all the books. We read That's the last page. I call page. my Uber. Last page. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's when he texts his girlfriend, I'm coming home, babe. <laughs> We're done. Done, another, <laughs> We're done another, with these fucking fools. Another night in the mines. Sorry. So then we, uh, <laughs> after we read the book, we uh, I don't know, pontificate for a couple minutes and forget about it. Then we play some outro music. Yeah. And then probably I, the best music in the podcast. Sorry, Morris. Yeah. But that's my favorite. The outro music. Outro? It's great. I like the, what's the 75% one. That's, that's good. No, you're the editor. You tell me. Yeah. I, I don't, don't know. know. I thought it changed every week. I mute, Sorry, Morris. I'm, I mute those parts. <laughs> I'm not here for the music. I just want to talk. I turn my volume all the way down. Sorry, Morris. If you're new to this, Morris is our wonderful musician. Who yeah. scores these. He's not musician. Musician. Funny, He's our friend. He's not just like our, <laughs> No, he's our in-house musician. He's our studio musician. That he's our we, talent that we have. Yeah, we have him on contract for life. Yeah. Uh, Morris, we love you. Morris getting a shout out in the intro today. Good. He's probably pretty excited. This is a big deal for him. Yeah. It's uh. <laughs> <laughs> a big deal for us. His music's the only reason why anybody listens to this. Yeah, it's great. They put the voice on fire. You know how you can do the t- the speed up on your, your podcast yeah. apps? People do 10 times on our voice. Well, let's just and then they get ahead. to Morris and they do halftime. They listen to it longer. Than if it you want to hear the the full versions of all these great songs, go to www. Does he have a website? No, he doesn't. You're going to wing this? No, yeah, I'm oh. winging this. I don't know. Go to SoundCloud and like look at who just likes type, our stuff and then you Morris. can find Morris. Just type Morris in there. I think his name's like Grape Dave or like Grape. I believe he's retired Grape Dave. We're oh. getting real in the weeds on Morris. Anyway, just look him up. He's great. He's a good guy. You're great, Morris. We love you. Hey, did we read the synopsis of this book yet? J.C. <laughs> Bannister is a killer. He's killed for his country. Case closed. He's killed for money. But now he's being asked to cross lines he never imagined. Killing for country and money seem like lines I wouldn't cross. Yeah. What's this one? Well, you're not J.C. Bannister. I wouldn't. I'm certainly not. Kill. <laughs> it seems like you think like you might. No. No? Wouldn't. Okay. I'm glad you've just. What <laughs> is that it? You got all you got, huh? No, you wouldn't kill. No, that's the line. What's the line? He's oh, already crossed it. I thought you were just deciding right now for the first time. Would I kill? No, no. <laughs> I've been told not to kill. You wouldn't kill for anything. No. I'd kill for what? If you're for in danger, what? you'd 
I don't know, fresh pair of sneakers. I see. Who knows what I want? We'll see when the time comes. Dazzlers. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But now he's being asked to cross lines he'd never imagined. You see a, Killing. Fre- <laughs> see a fresh pair of Skechers. You got to do what you got to do. Killing a friend, a powerful U.S. senator. Uh, for Like money. all my close friends. A lot of money. Wait, so he would kill a senator? That's I, under- a line. I understand that. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> easily the most relatable thing. You probably should. Not us or anybody I know, but the colloquial you. And by kill, just like vote him out. Yeah, vote him out with uh, your... Uh, ah, yeah, you yeah. know? Sure, that's what I meant. It's a metaphor. Uh, Ban- <laughs> <laughs> Bannister has done a lot of questionable things for dubious reasons. Now, double-crossed and on the run, he needs to figure out what the right thing is and get it done. Probably not kill. <laughs> if I'm just winging it, I'm just free-balling it here, but maybe don't kill. Yeah, there's other options to, like, wreck somebody. Yeah. Like, like just embarrass them. Like tweet about them. Embarrass them. Yeah. Yeah. Or marry their mom. Pants them. Pants them. People still do that. I right? think marrying their mom's a pretty good one. I'm your new dad. Is that proven? You know, I'd be pretty. Works. I'd be. I mean, I'd be pretty pissed if that happened to me. If my enemy, if if Ganesh married my mom, <laughs> I'm your enemy. <laughs> well, I'd be. I thought it was your best friend. Oh, it's a complicated relationship. <laughs> uh, well, either way, that's word. That's bad too. Don't marry right. my mom. Nobody can marry. Wasn't my mom planning on it except well, my dad, and he did. Thank God. <laughs> what? Now, uh, good to see. Just a happy. I tell story. you, who could marry my mom is uh, old uh, Rex Carpenter. That's a man's man. Now, double crossed and on the run, he needs Ooh. to figure out what the right thing is and get it done. If he gets it wrong, he and his team could wind up in jail permanently. Yeah. Or that's the punishment for killing. What's his team? The Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> me, me and the Los Angeles Sparks. Me and my Denver Broncos will. Gonna kill somebody. Oh boy. I'm gonna roll up on the tigers. <laughs> Who are cut down by their unseen enemy, or worse yet, branded as traitors and pursued by every law enforcement agency in the United States of America. Everyone, National Park Did you Service. Say the United States of America. <laughs> man, that's oh, a great I name. I got beef on the brain, man. That's a great name for a restaurant. Yeah, sirloin. United States of America. New York yeah. Strip. We, we also had another name for a restaurant recently, Little Nibbles. Little Nibbles. Little Nibbles. I think we should get into the restaurant business. Little Nibbles is the... Um, that's the that kids was my restaurant. That's the kids Little Nibbles Wings and Things. The takeout of United States of America. That's the kids menu at United States of America. <laughs> Little Nibbles. The Fixer Season 1 complete is the explosive new thriller series from Rex Carpenter. No. Fans of Mitch Rapp, Jason Bourne, Jack Noble, no, no, or no. John no. Milton will I don't feel need to right hear, at home reading The Fixer. I don't need to hear Rex's hype man right now. I just I want to know, know what happens in the book. Yeah, skip. No, Rex, I liked you before, but now you're seeming fans of who and what? I don't know. You want to hear about Rex Carpenter? Yeah. It's a little taste. We never do this. We we never do this, but Rex, you've inspired (laughs) us. Author profile. Yeah, let's hear it. What's uh, Rex up to? His his, uh, biography picture is him with his eye on the sight of a automatic rifle. Hell yeah. Does he have a cigar in his mouth? No, no. Missed opportunity, Rex. Rex Carpenter was born and raised in the Pacific Northwest. When not writing heart-pounding action thrillers, he loved snowboarding, hiking, mountain biking, reading, watching good TV as well as both good and bad movies. It all sounds good, but reading. And spending time with his wife and daughter. After 15 years in Asia, they currently <laughs> live in the sunny climes of Cascadia. 15 years in that? Asia? Mm-hmm. Where's Cascadia? Ooh, mysterious and a little frightening. <laughs> Is Cascadia like an EDM artist? Yeah, I think so. Uh, well, Rex, you sound like a real gentleman, and I'd like to meet you.
Oh, man. I had to uh, cool off there. I was getting a little bothered by Rex. Let's jump in now to the first page of The Fixer. Chapter 1, Mr. Rothstein. J.C. Bannister sat comfortably on the worn leather bench in a booth in the back corner of the bar. He was close enough to see the exit through the back entryway, but not close enough to smell the bathroom. Good. That's a good spot. Yeah. I like to smell the bathroom. Really? Yeah. Why? You like pee-pee poo-poo? <laughs> like the- I have never been asked that before. <laughs> and I think you'll be surprised by the answer. <laughs> I'm expecting a... That's a hard no for most people, but I got to think about it. One, t- one time, I, w- I would never uh, say pee-pee or poo-poo to a stranger, but one time I accidentally did. Oh. Me and Shane were at a bar. We're at Carmelo's in beautiful uh, Brooklyn, and there was a line for the bathroom. I thought I saw his girlfriend in line, and I come, I come up behind her, this lady, and I say, "Is this the pee pee line?" And it was not her; it was oh. a stranger. <laughs> I, I like that this. you would say that to yeah. to Kayla, but if it, was, if it was someone I know. Yeah, no I problem. will say, I'll say pee pee. You line. said pee pee. Pee pee is much more socially acceptable than poo poo. <laughs> is this the poo poo line? Sounds much worse. If you say them in fast, because that also implies they need a shit. Yeah. If you say pee pee poo poo, then <laughs> no one knows what to do. Honestly, people react like I did, which was yeah. pure shock in my heart. I've said it around people I don't know that well. Have you? Doesn't garner a good response. No. <laughs> well, I think I could. Yeah, that lady looks. looks. She yeah, she was not happy with that. My blood pressure is still pumping from you saying that. I got excited. <laughs> yeah. Put you in the spot. Made you think. Yeah, I was like, whoa, I've never heard such a uh, tantalizing question. <laughs> the table. Do, do I? How do I not? I liken it to the smell of gasoline. Whoa. Huh? The, ta- the tables around him were lightly populated with the Tuesday evening after work set. I could let you guys go on all night about pee pee and poo poo, but I'm putting my foot down. That's a different podcast on the uh, original Kings of Content Network. What's that one called? Pee 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 talk. <laughs> it's all like, abbreviated. Oh, it's abbreviated. <laughs> four pee 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 uh, to the power of four. Okay, pee cubed. Well, if you want to get it past the censors, you got to abbreviate. Yeah, Three, four, Apple. <laughs> Steve Jobs. The tables around them were lightly populated with the Tuesday evening after work set. Lawyers, lobbyists, aides to politicians. Bannister hated D.C. The man across from him introduced himself as Mr. Rothstein. Expensive, well-tailored three-piece suit, probably from Seville Row in London. Sounds like a globalist. You know the type? From Seville Row, London. Yes, of course. Ah, yeah. Mm. Ah, that that ass must be from... No. Seville Row. <laughs> nice shoes to match, likely Italian. Jaeger Lacoutre Reverso watch. Uh, sounds like you. I feel like you butchered all of those. No, words? I think he nailed it. I think if he went to. Uh, I can't even venture a guess on what language you were attempting. French? I forgot what he just said. In my mind, I think he said laser reduce. Mm. Did you? Watch that easily cost as much as the Remember suit that? and shoes combined. It all added up to serious money. Good for JC. The man was near six feet tall, about the same height as J.C. Similar swimmer's build, but Rothstein was much softer, more slender. Mm. Calluses on his hands from, Eye the, candy. from the weights at the gym, but lacking the toughness of real work, which meant neither military nor law enforcement. That's the only real job there is, military what? and law enforcement. Is that what he's saying there? 
He's saying he's, this guy doesn't chop trees down. This guy isn't ripped like a military or law enforcement. He's Jim Strong, not World Strong. Are cops ripped? In most books and movies, yeah. I, I think like a lot of middle America imagines cops as like ripped superheroes. I feel like the same percentage of cops are ripped as just the general human population. I think if you're, I think cops are either ripped or fat. There's no in between. What do you think? Do you think the ripped cops resent the fat cops, or do they get along in some kind of symbiosis, like they need each other? I think the fat cops resent the ripped cops. I think the fat cops are the comic relief, so everyone's okay with it. Mm. Are the guys that you know they stop chasing someone after like ten feet, and everyone's like, "Huh, Schmitty." I'll <laughs> say this: the world would be a better place if all the cops were fat. Well, they're both not trained very well. No, continue. There was also a discreet and almost imperceptible listening device in Mr. Rothstein's ear, positioned just poorly enough to permit the earwig to be seen. This was bad for J.C. Mm-mm. J.C.'s team was in place. Joan was positioned by the bar. About 25 feet away from the booth, Mr. Rothstein and J.C. were sitting. She had snapped a picture of the client as she returned from her well-timed bathroom trip, or as some might say, a pee-pee trip. <laughs> Excuse mm. me, is this the... Uh- Pee-pee line? Pee-pee-poo-poo. No, she's a pee-pee person, not a pee-pee-poo-poo. She's she's two peas, not four. And then uploaded it to Duke, who was waiting at the coffee shop around the corner. Don't even get me started on Duke. Sounds like that's more of a poo-poo if you're uploading to Duke. (laughs) (laughs) He had in turn uploaded the image to his own computer network, ran facial recognition software on it remotely, and was now reporting back to his teammates who could hear them through their perfectly positioned and totally invisible earwigs. What an operation. Gorman. The fourth member of their team had been shot and killed two days ago oh. in Indonesia. <laughs> Sorry, Gorman. Boy, these guys got the restaurant gig in D.C. and he's dead in the jungles of Indonesia. Tough break. There's jungles in Indonesia, right? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Who knows? Subtropical climate. I think so, right? I got a good idea of where Indonesia is. Right in the jungle area. The jungle line. Guys, this is not Rothstein. Duke said over their communication devices. This was his mother's maiden name. Allow me to introduce Mr. Daniel Meyer, power player in D.C. and currently working for the law firm of Blah Blah Meyer and Blah. Did, is that right? Cheeky. His daddy's firm. It's based in Los Angeles with offices all over the world, including New York, that's, Miami, Chicago, and D.C. That's my daddy's firm. Which is run by our new friend here. He's 32, unmarried, and although wealthy enough to be sitting at this table, holding this meeting, nothing suggests he would be able or even willing to swim in water this deep. Ooh, with the sharks. Hmm. Some good exposition there. Uh, yeah, I wish the whole book was that. At five foot seven, Joan didn't have JC's height advantage to look over the people there. She strolled around the bar instead, scanning for who might be with Mr. Meyer. The bar wasn't particularly busy. It took all of a minute before she returned to her previous position. Every customer in the bar is on his team. Nobody sticks out here, (laughs) she said. Only one eyeing you guys is me. Hey, Joan, you saucy devil. Joan's here. Back to work. Jay-Z took this all in through his earwig as he continued his conversation with the prospective client. They keep saying earwig like I'm supposed to know what that means. I mean, I guess I can use context. It's like a earpiece. Radio thing. Very cool. That's the parlance of the... uh, But I'm thinking... Maybe it's not that. It's one of those bugs. It's a bug. Yeah, holy moly. Now that would be a twist. No, it's like a um, a yerk from Animorphs. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Crawls in your ear, turns into yep. a hork bajur. I don't know. That seems like the most likely situation. <laughs> what was that word? Hork bajur? Bajar? Hork bajur? I've checked out. 
you guys familiar with Animorphs? Yeah, yeah. Andalites? The, yes. Lyrks? Yerks? Yerks. Le- Yerk pool? Is this real? Yeah. The Yerks are like the ear slugs. Yeah. Are you crawling your ear and they control your brain? Is this a prank? You catch those books at the grocery store? You pranking me? No, I was reading Babysitter's Club. He took a deep breath. He was about to begin his hard sell. He leaned forward, elbows and forearms, forearms on the table, hands clasped, clasped loosely. You ever read? He's got a yerk yeah, in all there. the fucking time, dude. You friggin' dink. <laughs> Listen, Mr. Rothstein, JC said, using the pseudonym for now. We both know why you called me. You're in way over your head. You have a problem that you don't know how to solve. That's why you're here talking to me. Whoa. Whoa. You see, I'm kind of a fixer. Oh. Who's the... Michael Cohen. Who's getting the dumb voice? Michael Cohen. Yeah, it sounds like real Michael JC, Cohen. JC, baby. JC, dumb as shit. That's He's right. got the dumb That's voice. Your lord and savior. And also the fixer. That's the easiest way to describe what I do. People seek me out when they have problems that need to be fixed. Mm. Often the solution is someone getting themselves dead. Is this author alluding that if Jesus of Nath... I don't think so. <laughs> I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> no. Would be a fixer? No. Well, he kind of was, right? If there was ever a fixer to be had... That's what the lore says. Yeah. Would that is no that, officer. I'm not drinking wine. It's water. Oh, look, 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 look. Come on. Come on. Jesus in the, <laughs> Jesus in the passenger seat. Did you a solid? <laughs> Thanks, bud. Thanks, JC. So you're really just a hitman, an assassin, a killer. <laughs> See, who's this? That's Mr. Rossi. This guy's back. <laughs> okay. Fine. <laughs> just, just fine. Well, that's an oversimplification. It's inaccurate. And frankly, a bit inelegant. I prefer to call myself a solutionist. Sometimes the solution to a person's problem is a dead body. Tell me about it. Sometimes dead bodies occur on the path to said solution. But killing is rarely the goal. Sometimes solving the problem is. (laughs) Wise words. Hmm. How did you (laughs) Not confusing at all. How did you become a solutionist? See? (laughs) Mr. Meyer said. (laughs) Through the course of service to my country. I just got used to killing. I was taught how to kill. I, just, I became quite good at it. I stopped caring. Who cares? As a specialist, if you will, I don't enjoy killing. I love it. But it's a, <laughs> it's a marketable skill, is it not? Hey, fair enough. Wow. Mr. Meyer started. If it wasn't, would we wouldn't be sitting here having this conversation on a Tuesday night, would we? Now, this is like Friday talk. Yeah. <laughs> you were talking killing. That's a, that's a Friday, Saturday. Big night on the town kind of thing. Sunday brunch. I think a Tuesday at Applebee's. I'll tell you that much. True. I'm true. Meyer sipped his scotch the first time he had done so since the drink was served. I do not kill indiscriminately. There are lines that I will not cross. I know my limitations. I work with a loose team of other specialists whose skills complement my own. Or I have deficiencies. They have strengths and vice versa. Cool. Teamwork. Duke's killing. Duke snorted in JC's earwig. Loose team, my ass. When was the last time you worked without us, JC? Bolivia? How did that turn out? Shut up. I'm talking to somebody. <laughs> Get out of my ear. Getting a real Mission Impossible vibe here. Yeah, they're really grilling their little team. Because they're all... They didn't know each other. This oh. isn't like a new meeting. No, no. This is a team... This is, yeah. a, this is a fine old machine. They're killing people all up and down uh, the coast. Bam, bam, wham, wham. Dead. Kill. Y'all remember that... Uh, <laughs> As a, as a, as a classic 
I believe a Scorsese. I'm trying to guess the trying to guess the motto here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's probably it. And they all put their hands in there like bam, bam, wham, wham, kill. Yeah, and then they break. Then they, yeah, they put the hands up. Mm-hmm. Boom. Y'all remember that first? Uh, was it the first scene in Mission Impossible? Never seen it. Which with, one? Uh, with the <laughs> elevator? The elevator goes up and kills the guy. Count and, me out of this conversation. Oh yeah, he no that guy that it kills is none other than is that Ving Rhames. It's Martin Sh- Charlie Sheen. How do you can what? That's way different. That's Charlie Sheen. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Martin Sheen. No, I think it's Charlie. It's Martin. Martin. Sheen. Is it's it Martin? It's Martin. It's Martin. It's Martin. I'm pretty sure it's Martin. Could be Charlie. I don't think it's Charlie. Could be Emilio. It was Emilio Estevez. That's who it is. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow, you guys were so close. You were just like the two just one. closest things to Emilio Estevez. You guys guessed. <laughs> it's totally Emilio Estevez. Man. I'm still pretty sure it's 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 Martin Sheen. It's probably Emilio. If it's the director had totally it, is it possible they're both Martin Sheen and Emilio Estevez are in the movie? No, I don't think Martin Sheen is in that. I've never seen this movie, and I don't like this conversation. You've never seen Mission Impossible the first one, one from no. Like but now that I hear Emilio Estevez is killed, I'm definitely gonna in watch the first it. in the first scene, scene. fresh off his uh, Mighty Ducks, yeah, star making role. He jumps into a De Palma mm. and then dies right away, and then never does another movie again. <laughs> he yeah. died in that movie and died in real life. Love you, Emilio. Yeah, one. Yeah, we're gonna have to talk about these imaginary deficiencies one of these days, JC. Jones said. Regardless, JC continued to both his team and Mister Meyer. The service my team provides is world class. We never had an unsatisfied client in the past seven years. White glove service. The best of the best, baby. <laughs> JC finished his cell. This is this ain't a five napkin burger kind of joint. <laughs> it's clean. What does that even mean? You know what it means. That's a chain. They're all over the city. Yes. Yeah, you know what I mean. Truthfully, it wasn't that hard of a sell. People who came to him were already looking to buy. Desperation, fear, hatred. Ooh. Those were the big three. I think those lead to the dark side is what I heard. Revenge sometimes, occasionally power, rarely hope, rarely. But sometimes... (laughs) <laughs> once in a while well is that it are we could see you, you going still is that the whole book i, I think, think we're reading the whole thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, i'll well. stop there calm down buddy all right sorry i forgot oh, what we do on the spot yeah Ganesha's just gonna we were gonna sit here stop. for five hours and read the whole book before we stopped uh, who's on a roll well there's a they're a they're a crew a crew of killers i'm huh? intrigued crew of a uh, top secret they're like the top the best of the best killers creme they, de la creme they fix the problems you don't even know you have yeah you don't even have to hire them and they'll kill your family. Exactly. They're that's bad. My, that's my that's my or problem. Good. My family's nagging me. Get rid of them. Next. All right, here we go. We are jumping into the 25% mark of the fixer. Duke was sitting at an elegant table near the balcony. Mm. The windows were open. Three laptop computers were laid out in front of him. Joan was already there, flopped out on the sofa, changing channels on the flat screen with the remote. Flat screen. Ain't that the worst? Decadent, to say the least. It's fun to do. Actually, I have a huge question here. I'm expecting. I cannot turn my TV on oh. if, unless I have a remote. There's no, there are no buttons yeah. on this fucking thing. My TV's the same way. Uh, I guarantee you, both of you are wrong. No, nope, we're right. No, nope. you're wrong. I'm right. No you're buttons. Wrong. I'm right. What, no. what brands? Uh, I have an LG. 
LG, uh, it's got buttons. No you can't buttons. see them. Vizio. Wait, I can't also see, has buttons. I can't see them. The you can't see them. You want to like, come look at my TV? Yeah, I fucking will. And you know All what? Right. I bet I'll find the buttons. There are what? no buttons. Why do you think there's buttons? Why would they hide the buttons? every TV has buttons. That's not true. Not sure my it is. TV. No, my TV doesn't have come any and buttons. Come over anytime. Look at my TV. Oh, well, next time I'm over, I'll, I'll get help, you. Help yourself. Feel for those buttons. Feel for his buttons. If you dare. I'll press them all. There's none to press. I'll press them real good. You won't find them. Shane's frustrated because his buttons have not been pressed in a long time. JC, Duke said as the boss walked in, welcome to Beverly Hills. Oh, just what I want to hear. When <laughs> <laughs> <In> that voice. <laughs> JC nodded, put down his bag. Duke looked past him. Where's Theo? He asked. Arranging transportation, mm. JC <laughs> said. Dude, was he really your nurse? Duke oh, said. JC nodded. Yeah, uh, Coletti and Mercier pulled me out of the ammo depot after it exploded, he said, absently rubbing the small of his back where the scar tissue remained. They saved my body, but Theo brought me back to health, physically and mentally. Ooh, what'd you do, Theo? Theo with the magic hands. <laughs> no. Duke looked confused. My back was pretty messed up. Burns all across my upper legs and lower back. Ouch. Skin grafts, physical therapy. Theo's good nature and sunny disposition helped me get through it all. Smiled. Best nurse in the army. There was a knock at the door. JC and Joan both looked at Duke. He shrugged his shoulders. Joan picked up a fork from the table while JC went to answer the door. What's she going to do with that fork? Chekhov's fork. Gotta stab somebody with that thing. Please. United States of America. That's all I can think of. Yeah? JC asked. Yeah? JC said. His voice deeper than normal. What's happening? Yeah. 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 Ganesha's oh. <laughs> great at karaoke. Open the door, man. Theo said. JC opened the door as Theo walked through, took Joan's position on the sofa, picked up the remote, and started flipping through the channels. <laughs> hey, they don't have buttons either, it sounds like. Yeah, gotta flip with that remote. That's a whole racket. You see it there? Pick it up, flip it. The TV business is just one big remote control racket. For every TV you buy, you buy three dozen remote controls. I've gone through... That's math. That's None yet, but I know. You will. Do you have a Vizio? They're on the left-hand side. He was just looking at the right side. So that's Oh fault. yeah, my yeah. bad. Yeah. I only look at the front because I watch it. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't see oh, buttons yeah. on the screen. Damn. Paul, where's the buttons? You think my TV has fucking buttons? It doesn't. It that's, does, dude. That's how little Ganesh thinks of you. He thinks that your TV has buttons that you just can't find. Yeah, I think, <laughs> yeah. I think you're a fucking dumb. moron and you can't I'm find them. too dumb to find the buttons. Well, there are no buttons. Shane, the simple hayseed can't find the buttons. What are you going to do when you realize there are no buttons on this thing? What are you, you going to do? <laughs> nothing. What are you going to do? I'm going to keep living my life like nothing happened. You would. You're sick. JC closed the door, stood by it. I'll press your buttons, you son of a... Crossed his arms. I dare you. Crossed his arms and waited for Theo to look at him. A minute later, Theo did. What? Are they killing Theo? Theo said. No, they like him. I want killing. But I think they're setting him. I think they're talking about how much they like them. Him. Mm. As him? a cover to kill him. Yes. Transportation. Our conversation. It's been less than five minutes. Theo waved his hand, smiled. Don't worry, man. I made the calls. It'll be taken care of. The look on JC's face showed he didn't believe him, but he said nothing. 
Duke pointed at Theo, looking at JC. I love this guy. If you boys are all through, Jones said, there's some pretty important things we need to deal with. Theo stood, turned off the television. You mean kill me? Ooh. Okay, he said. <laughs> Sorry. It's a job. I'll take it. Here's what Duke and I worked up. Show him, man. Pretty sweet, actually. Duke took over the conversation. It's just a drawing of a naked lady. <laughs> oh, we've been working on over it's here. It's like a stick figure. Yeah, it's a stick figure. <laughs> this one's got big boobies. Good job, Duke. Theo was wearing a buttonhole camera inside that ass-ugly Magnum P.I. Hawaiian shirt. Sorry, buddy, but it is. Oh, really roasting Theo. Boom. That cam was broadcasting in real time to a laptop that was in the trunk of the Lincoln, which in turn was sending the live feed out to the servers I've got up and running. You ever been in a Lincoln? Yes. Yeah. We had a Lincoln growing up. Wow. I thought it was going to be around a nose. I have misjudged the accessibility of Lincolns. <coughs> It's a company car. Oh, interesting. I can take that feed, record it, and store it for later use. Impressive, JC said. Wait, 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 it gets better. Theo jumped in. I got a hold of some really nice editing software. We rigged it up so Duke just hits a key. The software does a screen grab of the feed, isolates any identifiable faces on the picture, and sends them to Duke's servers. Which then runs my facial recognition software on the screen grabs. What a tech operation. Duke continued. Once a match is made, they start running through any database we can get our hands on to find out everything about who's in the picture. Thweet, right? Theo said, finishing the presentation as before them. You say thweet? <laughs> this Theo. Feet. <laughs> That's feet, dude. Theo's name is really CEO. Everybody's just been misunderstanding him. Again, impressive. <laughs> JC said. Yeah, and a little more than creepy. Joan said. It'll be very useful for us. JC said over Theo and Duke's protest and Jones' critique. Problem is, I need you to shut it down. Ooh. Until I say to use it. <gasps> Duke and Theo started to protest even louder, but JC talked over them. Listen, guys, it's awesome. We'll, we'll likely have some use for it. But for now, I don't want anything that's going to be happening the next few days recorded. Theo and Duke looked at each other, crestfallen. Are we clear? JC pressed. Me and Shane look at each other like that often. Crestfallen? Yeah. Yeah. Once Ganesh lays another egg. Yeah. We go, oh boy. We just look at each other and I see the sadness in his yeah. eyes and he reads the anger in mine. Yeah. Shane's fuming often. We got eggs? He's often flushed, beat red. Where are the eggs at? Y'all brought eggs, you didn't tell me? This is another one of those this times. This is that moment. It's happening right now. <laughs> Who's got some eggs? Hey. You got an egg in your pocket? Yes. Duke said dejectedly. Yeah. Theo said, face equally disappointed. I forgot what they were responding to. Picked up the remote again. Something about eggs. Mm, yes, right. Duke was powering down the computers. JC walked over to Theo, held out his hand. Theo looked up, sighed and pulled the button cam off his shirt, putting it in JC's hand. Next. Joe Get a load said, of what I caught on this bad boy. Mm, guns. Me flexing in the mirror. All right, I'm going to stop there. Okay. Was the last word guns? Yeah. Weird. Or is that your own personal commentary? No, I was he just threw in guns. guns. <laughs> and you know what? Guns. Just saying. I'm just putting it out there. Call me controversial, but hey, guns. You know what's still out there in the world? Guns. guns. Sometimes you just got to pee pee out of your gun. Whoa. All right. That's way off. Poo poo out of your Let's egg. get out of this right now. Let's jump ahead now to the uh, fifth uh, end. Seriously, do one of y'all have, have an egg? No.
pee pee poo poo talk riled me all up. Here I am. Fumes. <laughs> hey, here we go. This is the 50% mark of the fixer. <laughs> that, that's it. That's all you got. I'm trying to get even more enthusiastic with every. The fixer. Everything. The fixer. Hey, the fixer. If you're a fixer, that's how you got to say it. Nobody's like, I'm a fixer. What, what do you do? You, I fix. <laughs> what if you were really like a really talented lawyer, mm. um, but you weren't like good enough, but you like were really good at one thing. And what if one day you just came to terms with it and you went up to your boss and you're like, I think I'm a fixer. What do fixers make? You type that into yeah. Google fixer salary. I think I'm, I could, I could fix. I think I'm a fixer. Sir, I'm vastly underpaid for how much I, I'm fixing. I just like that idea of someone just surprising themselves. I by think, acknowledging I, that they are like a fixer. I think for I've a become a fixer. Yeah. A fixer is something to aspire to, I suppose. Right now, let's be clear. This man is fixing things through killing. We're talking about Michael Cohen level fixers. I'm talking about Michael Clayton. <laughs> <laughs> Good flick. He threw me for a loop. JC couldn't see through his left eye. This is pee pee poo poo all over again. It was swollen completely shut. A function of the three sluggers all being right handed. Mm. He thought he had all his teeth still. <laughs> I think I feel one in there. <laughs> Although one or two of his molars felt a little loose. It only takes two to chew. He swallowed. It's <laughs> the old saying. That's what they say down there on Cashier Road. Yeah, back in the hills that mm-hmm. Shane grew up in. You no, it's true. Uh, <laughs> a lot of parents at the school just like had maybe four teeth. Or yeah, something. that's all you need. You just said two. Two? Four is a luxury. Yeah, four. You're eating double time. Three, awkward, but it works. You could eat a steak with four teeth. I think. Yeah. Two. Takes two to chew. He'd swallowed enough blood to almost make himself sick. His nose was broken. He wondered if it could be broken more than once at the same time because it was incredibly swollen. Sounds like he's not doing well. Impossible to breathe through, yet blood still flowed down his face. His tormentors were taking a well-deserved break. It wasn't easy beating on someone for hours. What about about beating off? Let let me tell you. (laughs) Come on. Tell me what? You know, you know, oh, the other blushing, the other pee pee. Oh, God. Will you give it a rest with the pee pee? JC knew this from experience. Could use more poo poo, though. Although he had had a bit of personal motivation with George Zicardi, he had done this kind of work before. If all the torture was bringing to the table was his strength and cruelty, it wasn't easy to continue to beat on a person. Unfortunately, he had taught Humberto Who? the same thing. Damn. You heard me, Humberto. Humberto. The man walked over, talked briefly to the three winded men. They all nodded and walked out of his line of sight. JC relaxed a bit. Ah, we're hey, done. Go on, beating on. <laughs> they nodded and winked. My pain, need a rest. We're to mm. beat. Until three more guys from the kidnapping walked into view. <laughs> JC How many guys were in this kidnapping? What are they kidnapping? A whole hog? I think I recognize those three guys from the kidnapping. The three came over, undid the zip tie holding his hands to the chair. Were you fellows from the kidnapping? Leaving the zip tie holding his hands together in place. Picked him up. Walked him backwards. Raised his hands over his head. Attached them to some kind of hook. JC heard the sound of a lift operating. I swear, man, there's a lot of like three word sentences in this book. Sounds like JC's getting the JC treatment, if you know what I mean. Oh. What do you mean? I mean, he's going to get crucified. Ha. Continue. Felt his arms stretched out over his head. Felt the zip tie cut into his wrist as it bore the weight of his body. 
Wow. Jesus, Jesus, he didn't have to deal with that. I mean, that's, that's a bit much. Felt his toes rise just off the floor. The winch stopped. Just like Zicardi, JC thought. Laughed. Gallows humor. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Man, remember earlier when I was bringing up the symbolism here and you were like, no, shut up. Yeah. Well, I, oh, look, I, I look see, now. I see. It's right here, right in our face. Oh, dear. What are you going to do about it? I must eat crow. But I won't. Fuck you. Humberto came over. Funny? JC tried to stop laughing, but the stress relief that came from the laughter wouldn't let him. Only slow down a bit. Tell me, Humberto. <laughs> I would love to say that to somebody. He said through his laughter. How much did you pay those two losers to burn down my cousin's garage up in Philly? Pro bono. <laughs> <laughs> did for free, chump. Humberto slowly shook his head. I heard about some of my countrymen getting into some trouble up in Philadelphia. Are you trying to do an accent or not? I'm not really sure you're what to right, do about Humberto. You're riding the line. I think it's... Humberto speaks perfect English, you fucking racist. That was perfect English, was it not? Yeah, it was. He was, was singing the Kings. <laughs> Shame. Good help is so hard to find these days. Was it you? JC pressed. You know me, JC. You know my style. Look around. Does the situation you're in compare to the one in Philadelphia? JC knew Humberto had a point. Two guys sitting in a car on the side of a street in Philadelphia just observing were a far cry from the action plan he found himself in the middle of. Next question. Well, I thought you were behind those hitters that tried to take me out a few days ago on Beverly Hills. <laughs> this guy's just getting his ass whooped up and down Los Angeles. Humberto sighed. What you know and what you think you know are two very different things, amigo. Oh, amigo. For a while there, he kind of sounded like a uh, character from like Pocahontas. Like a talking tree. That's what I took out of it. He stared into JC's eyes. Why would we try to kill you one day and a few days later kidnap you? It made sense. That kind of checks out. If two, if two things like that happened to me in a row, I'd be like, could be the same people. Yeah. Not a coincidence. No, but this guy is saying that they're two different people. They're saying if they wanted to kill him, they'd have killed him, but instead they kidnapped him. Yeah. How often does this happen to this guy? A lot. He's a fixer. He's a fixer, guy. dude. Oh, yeah, you're right. I sometimes you that. do the fixing, sometimes you get fixed. Mm. It's part of the game. Like a cat. Well, no. Or a dog. I'd rather get fixed his way than get fixed like a cat. So you don't want to be neutered? <laughs> no. Okay. I'd rather be killed than I'm neutered. Right, Would you? No, I don't know. You'd rather be neutered than killed? I mean, I guess that's normal. I don't know. Wait. I don't know what's normal. What's the if right him, answer? Ganesh, what's the question? Don't dodge this. Would you rather be neutered like a cat or be killed by the fixer? Uh, killed. What about neutered like a dog? Uh, killed. You'd, pref- you'd pick that? Killed. I don't know the difference. I don't value my life that much. I'd just rather die. If Humberto. I'm going to cut a lot of that out. So, so <laughs> that question I'm probably going to cut all of that out. That's, that question was on par with the pee-pee poo-poo. No, pee-pee poo-poo was Put me on bad. the spot. It shocked me. I was like, I've never heard such a question. And now we've before. made each other feel this way in a span of minutes. Leave it in. I squirmed. I didn't know what to do. If Humberto or the man who hired him had been behind the previous attempts, there would be no reason to deny it. He was out of questions. JC had no idea how long he was going to live. But he figured he'd get in whatever licks he could. (laughs) Probably 80, 85. No, 30. 30 more years. And then he gets out of the hole. 
Yes. Metaphors. Uh, but he figured out he'd, he'd figured he'd get in whatever licks he could. Although seemingly helpless, he still had a few tricks up his sleeve. Ah, tricks. Hmm? Are you prompting us for a response? Yes. Ooh, tricks. JC forced himself to start laughing again. Can't wait for these tricks. I'll ask you again, Humberto said. What's so funny? You, Birdo. <gasps> Ooh, getting casual. Ooh. I'm on a half name basis with Humberto. So this guy's like strung up and laughing at the stringer. Yeah. Me? How am I funny? Spitting in the face of God. Just thinking about how you're going to look when I get through with you. Ooh, I love this. I love unearned confidence from a man restrained. <laughs> He's like tied <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah. That's how the best part of any go? movie like that. Yeah, they always have something to say. And the guy's like on death's door and he's like, you, you know what I'm going to do to you? I'm going to tear you apart. And then they usually and then do. And they always do. Yeah. That's why you got to shoot him in the head right away. Right away. This guy's the fixer. He knows. One of the men obviously understood English enough because he and Humberto laughed together. The other two joined in a beat too late. Their faces betrayed <laughs> their lack of understanding. You had to be there. Through with me, Humberto said. You have big dreams, man. JC's laughter had mostly stopped. Tell me that doesn't sound like an animated tree from Pocahontas. You can't convince me that's not what that sounds like. I'm not a fan of Pocahontas. Get a fucking life. You grew up in Virginia. Are there cliffs? I'm, listen, I'm yeah. right. there, There's bluffs. <laughs> Are there fucking bluffs that you can jump 150 feet down? Yeah. Well, you know, I'm never driving. You know what? <laughs> that part of Virginia? No, you're right. I mean, let's just face it. The geography of Pocahontas is all wrong. Also, the story's and fucked up. The story's all wrong, too, because she does not get with John Smith. She gets with John Rolfe. The tobaccoist. Not a fan of Rolfe. They're both bad. John not, Smith's a bad guy. Not a fan of Smith, either. They're basically all rapists. But and, hey, uh, that's America for you, isn't it? The new world, baby. Come here, he whispered. I have an offer for you, Humberto. Humberto shook his head. You have nothing I want. You sure, buddy? Come here. I don't want these guys to hear. Got this for you. Two middle fingers, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Get a little bees, Humberto. <laughs> yeah. about that? Humberto stepped forward, stood very close to JC, leaned his ear close to JC's mouth, heard only JC's weak chuckle. Then heard <laughs> <laughs> a truly badass move. Come here, I got something for you. And you just get a little light laughter in his ear. A little whisper laugh. <laughs> then heard the sound of dripping water. <gasps> I'm pissing on you. JC, <laughs> JC urinated in his own boxers. <laughs> JC pee-peed in his boxers. Pee-peed. Oh, my God. Jason. Hey, Humberto, I got some pee-pee for you here. <laughs> no. He does not say that. The dark yellow liquid soaked through. Dark yellow? Drink some water, JC. Running down his legs of his underwear and dripping onto Humberto's expensive shoes and woolen slacks. Not my loafers. God, he's got some not my sketchers. JC's got woolen slacks and nice shoes on. And some real sour, stinky urine. Yeah, dark. God. JC, maybe see a doctor. Humberto looked down, stepping back in disgust. Look back up to see JC laughing. That's fucking hilarious. That's, that's not one of the funniest scenes ever. That's not what the real JC would do. He probably urinated for sure. If I was Jesus, I'd piss on everybody near the cross. <laughs> also, how did people in that age know to stay hydrated? Look, because you die when you don't do it. It's hard to say. <laughs> Humberto swung back a massive fist and punched JC in the side of the face. Yeah, fair enough. Spinning him around on the chain that ha that hang from the ceiling. You pissed on me, bro. That's not cool. 
The first time, the man had personally punched him since they kidnapped him. When JC came back around, he spat a mouthful of blood at Humberto's face. Now it's personal. Hitting his chest, ruining the man's white dress shirt and blue tie. This is a professional kidnapping before, but now you've urinated on me. And bled on me. Your blood is on me. Yeah, that's like two of the four. Yeah, this was a very peaceful affair up until now. Oh, that was a funny scene. That's really, really funny. I truly like that. Hey, come over here. Fit really well with the theme of this episode. Yeah, this episode is scatological in nature, and I apologize for it. Well, also, there was all that talk about dating my mom. Things have really just been off the rails since the get go. Was that this week? I think. Wow. Time. We're always talking about dating Austin's mom. Crazy, huh? (sighs) Okay. Let's jump ahead now to 25 proofs. No, boy. That was the first (laughs) thing. That's a long one. We got carried away, folks. 75%. Ah, Here we come. The meat. Just, that's right. Chapter 59. 59? Sorry, that's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really high. This book was, I think, the probably the longest one we've read. It's, what page is this? It's uh, it's a Kindle, dude. There's no pages. It, tells, what's it says location 4908 out of 6,484. There's 6,000 pages in this book. 6,000 Kindle pages. Is this the Iliad? I'd say what? What is At it the beginning, typically? it said like 475 pages. It takes about eight hours to read. That's a long time for the fixer. That's uh, twice the length of what we typically read. Oh, yeah. getting some stats finally. A little That's analytics. Wow, you got more in there? Yeah. What do you got? You got you got you got numbers for me? Let me and see the let, let me see the numbers. Chapter fifty nine. This is your plan. Chapter fifty nine. That's hilarious. That's way too many chapters. If in you're a book. here's a tip. If you're a writer and you're hitting the high fifties in chapters, maybe combine some. Stats. <laughs> time to rethink what you're yeah. doing. Think about how you're using chapters. When he outlined this book, do you think he had like 60 chapters lined up? In chapter 84, we're going to wrap this thing up. The rising action is chapters 48 through 76. The chapters must be broken up like the fucking Da Vinci Code. Remember that book? Those chapters were like a page and a half long. I never didn't read, read it. Never read that book. You didn't read that? Nope. And fell asleep during the movie. Oh. I didn't read books for school back then. I certainly wasn't reading them for pleasure. It's a good book for kids. Or now. Is it? Yeah. yeah. It makes you question the church, I suppose. Well, no, it's good because it's like fun. Is it? Have you ever seen the movie National Treasure? Well, yeah. If I wanted like that, that, I would watch National Treasure. I'm sorry. The Da Vinci Code is like the movie National Treasure. Yes. And except not, way more boring. But not like the movie Da Vinci Code. No, not really. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> this is Shane's Movie Corner. Another upcoming podcast on the original Kings of Content. JC and Duke pulled out in front of an old yellow Toyota Corolla, making it screech to a stop on 29-year-old brake pads. It was too slow. Is that old for brake pads? Bumped Drake's 29-year-old brake pads? Yeah, dude. What's the average age of a brake pad? A couple years, probably. Okay. That's private. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Bumped Duke's left rear hard case... 
Excuse me. As JC took off down the street first, away from the screaming motorcycle cop and his friends who were quickly entering their vehicles, JC glanced in his side mirror, saw Duke recovering from the bump by the Corolla. Saw past Duke to watch the three cars plus the SUV give chase. This guy is not using complete sentences, and yeah, it's really a, bothering me. Well, it's a car chase. you got to keep up. Each <clears throat> chapter is 46-sentence <laughs> fragments. Oh, hell, he said, mostly to himself. Duke shot past him. Oh, yelled, hell. Follow me. Took Say a right that. onto South Santa Monica Boulevard. Sped up the street and then on to the next left. Oh, man. You know what the word Santa Monica Boulevard make me think Cheryl of? Cheryl Crow. Cheryl Crow, that Obviously. fucking song. Why wouldn't you? I think of Cheryl Crow often. I think of that and song. And fondly. In the mornings a lot when I'm getting ready for work. But I got to say. Does that soak up the sun? I want to sing a Yeah, I think that's the same song. Yeah. Sure. Come to my wind. That's the bridge, right? That's right in there, too. That's a whole different song. No. Sped up the street, then took the next left, cutting across traffic onto North Crescent Drive. Accelerated hard. No sirens on their bikes, but JC could hear the ones on the vehicles coming up behind him. Duke cruised up about two blocks and turned left onto Dayton Way, a residential street. Good idea, Duke. Dayton's ain't got that traffic right now. I hope to hell he knows where he's going. Dayton's clear. Cut across North Rexford Drive again. Ooh, do you think he's named that road after himself, <laughs> yeah, he Rex? He wrote it in, you little son of a gun. You dirty dog, Rex. JC risked a glance left toward the police department. Looked clear. Duke continued on for another block, <laughs> then turned on to Burton Way. I think I'll head that way to the police department. <laughs> this is the this is the standard naming a lot of streets chapter, as, mm-hmm. as we get often in our books. The wrong way down a one-way street. Not subtle. Duke blasted up the left side of the street, veered right through a break in traffic, Duke hopped the blasted. curb, and rode over the grassy expanse between brake pads. Rex, Rex is blasting Dukes in this chapter. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's out of control. I think, I think authors always have the uh, street name thing just to show that they did a little bit of research. Yeah. Is this a real place, you think? It's LA. Santa uh, Monica Boulevard. <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> Ask Cheryl Crow when the I sun thought, comes up over blah, 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 Santa Monica. Blah, oh, that's blah. a real place. Okay. I thought that was like Cheryl Crow's kind of like Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, wardrobe like world building. This is a fictional kind of. I'm sure that take on L.A. is fictional. Oh, okay. Sure. Bump Duke's left rear hard case. Oh, I fucking read this. Bump left red Duke. The first time you read that, I didn't understand what it was either. Is that just like random words in a row? That's just what you hear in a Jiffy Lube. Rut, <laughs> red Duke, car, case. Yep. No lights. No sirens. Just bad driving. JC glanced to his right. Now they were driving with traffic, but there was a larger problem. All right. It's good on to drive with. And not against. <laughs> and now we're driving against traffic. Whoa. It's tough. <laughs> On their right was the L.A. County Superior Court building. Police cars lined up outside. Of all the godforsaken luck, Duke kept going. <laughs> Why'd they just put that there right now? Straight back <laughs> towards the direction they had come. Where are you going? J.C. yelled, but he knew Duke couldn't hear. Like from the car to another car? <laughs> yeah. All right, J.C. It's first time in <laughs> driving. Hey, Duke. Hey, you up there. Where you, where you headed? He could barely hear himself over the sound of their bikes, Put the wind the in their faces, and the sirens that seemed to be coming closer. Are they bicycles, or you think some nasty hogs? I think they're riding some <laughs> mean, mean hogs. All right. That's cool. I can get down with that. Echoing around the neighborhood. Duke barreled straight on. Shane's a little bit of a gearhead. You know me. 
Really, what you riding? <laughs> what you riding these days? Subway. Lean right into the turn onto what looked like Rexford Drive, the street the BHPD was located Shane on. Shane pulls his hog up into the subway, <laughs> puts it on the train, <laughs> takes it all the way to work, and then gets off, does a little uh, donuts around mm. around around the station, revs revs the revs the engine, then peel, wheelies up the stairs. Wheelies mm-hmm. up the stairs. Sometimes falls backwards and hurts himself, but it comes with the territory. Yeah. They jump the turnstiles. Yeah. The cops, the cops actually clap. They go, woo! It makes, it makes them excited. They go, hot dog! <laughs> I've got spurs on. Yeah, it's just, uh, and sunglasses. Two pairs. It's really weird. <laughs> no, it's smoking there, but they let Shane do it. Yeah. Doubling back to where the pursuit started. Not he's, the worst idea. He's kind of like the naked cowboy of the subway system. He's like a mascot. When you see him get on the train, you're like, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. They let him rip it. People gasp. <gasps> On my train. Often for air, because there's a lot of uh, actual like and I go, smoke. Rrr, 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 rrr. Yeah, it's, uh, it's an enclosed area in the and train. That's, that's just, uh, I bark like a dog. I don't even rev my engine. He's actually wanted. Uh, my leather jacket says, uh, bad dog. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and under that, he has a no fear t-shirt from 1995. <laughs> but definitely dangerous. Duke, hey, just a little background on Shane. Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt. But Duke suddenly reversed course, leaned back to the left, shooting up Santa Monica Boulevard, heading into West L.A. JC seconds behind him. Saw why. What is this? The Californians? Enough with the road direction. A roadblock had been set up across the intersection of Burton Way and North Rexford. Oh, my God. The police were in the process of moving cars in place to further block Santa Monica Boulevard. Get on the 405 or whatever the hell it is. Duke and yeah, JC were just able to scoot through before the vehicles completely obstructed their escape. And take the 101 right into the fucking ocean and get shit. They gained valuable seconds of breathing room as the real police officers scrambled to get their pursuit unstuck. Duke turned right down the street, then left. Oh, Now on North Santa Monica Boulevard. Boy, oh boy. It looked like they were in the clear. I love a play-by-play. They're play. all just on Santa Monica Boulevard. I think this guy just looked at a map and was like, that's a big road. That's the one I know. He's right. listening to Cheryl Crow the whole time. He's like, tell me more roads, Cheryl. Just soaking up the sun here. <laughs> Except for one problem. JC still didn't know where they were going. He <sighs> sped up, got level with Duke, yelled at the top of his lungs. Sounds like the team has fallen apart here. This is not the most. Uh, the, it's th- not the A team. This isn't the. This is like the F team. This is not the best execution. Where are we going? <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? Humberto? No. Duke looked <laughs> over at him. Humberto. JC had been right earlier. Ear to ear. UCLA. Duke yelled back. Dump the bikes. Strip. Disappear. Uh, there's just some, it's it, less suspicious to be a naked person running around UCLA than to be driving a car down the street. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Hey, hey fair enough. It's LA, the 90s. That's Hollywood. Do anything for your 15 minutes of fame, I suppose. So that's, uh, I, that's, yeah, I like that chapter. It was, it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. Good car. Ride. I mean, a little too heavy on the <laughs> street names and directions, but I like where his head was at. I Rex. did like all the Cheryl Crow, though. Yeah. Well, that was us. Oh, <laughs> I don't, <laughs> that was uh, not in the book. I don't think. I didn't expect this to end up in L.A. We haven't really had an L.A. That's true. Book. I would say the vast majority of these books take place either in something like Connecticut or somewhere like Oklahoma, Texas, Georgia, Georgia, like the south, but kind of the western south, Midwest to south yeah. to the to the northeast, the northeastern wasps. We don't really get out in the Pacific. Don't get a lot of Pacific Northwest. Don't get a lot of California. No Nevada. None. And that's a rule of the podcast. We have that rule. No Nevada. Refuse. I refuse. So, hey, let's enjoy it while we have it. A classic Hollywood mix-em-up. A burner. 
fix them up. Oh man, wouldn't you know it? Let's jump ahead now to the last page, and uh, I, I just let's just do it. Holy moly, here we go. This is the last page of The Fixer. So, what's your next step, General? The Fixer. Not sure. I guess it hasn't really sunk in yet. Oh, that sounds like a general. Do some consultant work, maybe. Lectures. Got my fingers in a number of pies. Gross. Something will pan out. Maybe a position at the War College if I can swing it. Oh, that's a thing? That's how you know you've made it when you're at the War College. What do you study there? War. How do I kill, sir? I'll take kill 101. Yeah. To 302. Yeah, this is how you burn down a village. Maybe you'll even get up to kill 405 for grad students. Yeah, that's right. And then you can become a TA. Yeah. And that's when you get real respect. I hear the place is swarming with co-eds these days. Write a thesis on knife. (laughs) Swarming with co-eds? The war college has a burgeoning sorority. JC chuckled. (laughs) He knew the lack of action would have the general climbing the walls or eating the barrel of a gun within a year. Probably fine. Do that. That was pretty risky what you did for me back in the Roosevelt Hotel. I didn't know if you were going to make, if you were going to find my little gift or not. (laughs) What happened there? But I wanted to make good and sure. All right, all right, all right. Wait, 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 wait. Before you say anything more, we've already got the pee-pee. This is definitely the (laughs) poo-poo. He did say make. I wanted to make good and sure Kowalski didn't find it first. What a psycho. Yeah, that is something you don't want people finding. Especially Kowalski. (laughs) Wasn't that dangerous? Leaving me your gun? Oh. How did you know it couldn't be traced back to you somehow? Son, I lifted that Roscoe years ago off some damn fool who had no business keeping it. Damn, all right. Cut the serial number off the frame and re-welded a hunk of metal over top. Bored the barrel out. Damn thing couldn't hit the side of a barn, even if you were standing 50 feet from it. (laughs) Anyway, here you go. (laughs) But up close, like to the temple of some son of a bitch who needs to die. Just the thing. Boy, this guy's a giver. JC was smiling. (laughs) Yes, I called it a Roscoe, the general said. No one asked him. We got it. Keep your old man jokes shoved up your anus where they belong. Oh, sir. Not so formal, please. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just say ass, sir. You keep that shoved up your anus. Sir, we call it ass these days. Yeah. No, it's the anus. (laughs) I insist. (laughs) You still haven't thanked me. Uh, Well. His voice. Thank you, sir. Many times, son. Many times. I want just the isolated of you going, thank you, sir, as, <laughs> as my text notification on my phone. <laughs> thank you, sir. <laughs> the conversation lapsed. JC started thinking back to the chain of events that brought them to, the, to, them to this point. The conversation. Oh, man, I remember when I pissed all over that dude when he <laughs> had me strung up in his compound. <laughs> oh, those were the days. Oh, we went on that chase through Santa Monica Boulevard and Santa Monica I yelled at Duke. Boulevard. Duke, what are you doing up there? Duke, where are you going? Okay, see you, Duke. One thing that's been bothering me since before Catherine called me, JC said. He only referred to her as Catherine now, never Senator or Marcus. <laughs> I know Alfredson got the number to the bike shop and the code from you. JC paused, unsure of where this would lead, unsure if he wanted to open this particular can of worms. But... What I don't know is 
how Russian oil interests in Indonesia hired him in the first place. He's not the sharpest tool in the shed. Me, Bannister. Whoa. They got his name from me. JC was afraid that was what the old warrior would say. You old so-and-so. I keep tams on all kinds of people, JC. My Rolodex is filled with names and numbers. That would make the hairs on your back of your neck stand up. I got Hitler's right here. Pol Pot right there. Got Joseph Stalin's number. We're all close. My Rolodex is filled with names and numbers. That would make the hairs on the back of your neck stand up and do a little dance, son. Surprised you didn't say anus. (laughs) Me? Or no, him. the general. Oh, yeah. He's got anus on the brain. JC. <laughs> whenever you say the general, do you think of that commercial? Of course. That's the only general that matters. What's right. that for? Mattresses? No, he's insurance. Oh. Jeez. Like mattress insurance? Yes. The general ma- general mattress insurance. Do you think the army's pissed that both the general and colonel have been hijacked by cartoon characters? No, they still got the sergeant. Oh. Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan. See, no. When you think Lieutenant, you think Dan. What do you think sergeant? Sergeant Peppers. Pepper. Pepper, Lonely the Beatles yeah. got him. Yeah. Ooh. All right, what's left? Captain. America. Crunch. I'm, crunch. I'm going Shit. crunch. Man, yeah, another cartoon. Marvel. Captain Marvel. Private parts. Ryan. With Howard Stern. Oh, weird. Same decade. JC fully believed him. Something in the way the general said it had made the hair stand up already. He said nothing, thinking of his next question. Before he had the chance to ask it, the general kept going. Them damn Russians are a mean bunch of bastards. Mm. Half figured they'd wind up killing whoever I sent over there. Couldn't very well send you. Especially since you've been on such a goody-goody streak after coming back from the Mexican all screwed up like you were. (laughs) What? The Mexican? Like the movie with Richard Gere. Mm. Nope, Brad Pitt. Brad nah. Pitt. Ah, one of them. Julia Roberts. Really? Which yeah. one's Richard Gere in? Pretty Woman with Julia Roberts. <laughs> That's what you're thinking. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, totally. Uh, all right. How could you? Conf- <laughs> how could you confuse those? <laughs> Julia Roberts. I mean, sh- okay. Read the book. JC was fairly open-mouthed at this point, not even trying to hide his amazement at what he was hearing. How do you think we got this job with this? What the slimy Bolivian in the first place? I knew you needed some work after you left the army. Figured working for the Mexican would open your eyes a bit on how the real world works. Cool it with the Mexican. The general chuckled. <laughs> Boy, did it ever. The general was standing on the street outside the offices of half the United States Senate, detailing how he had worked together with both the Russians and a Bolivian drug lord, while still a general at the army. Don't look so shocked, JC. You are my star pupil. You think I was just going to let you out into the wild to do whatever, wherever? I've been getting your career going on 20 years, boy. Boy. Some of the time you knew it, but most of the time you didn't. Was the general in the rest of the book? But now I'm out of the army, and I don't need to pussyfoot around and hide oh, anymore. Oh, general. Pussyfoot. No, go back to saying anus. General, I don't need to pussyfoot around. Say anal again, anus. No stop. more pussyfooting for me, no. the general. Stop. <laughs> general, please. Weird writing here. Yes. Why would they write that? <laughs> Why did they write that like that? Yeah. JC closed his eyes. Couldn't believe what he was wonder. hearing. It's a mystery. If we're hearing the real thing. So let's cut the crap and make some real money. Make it official. Bannister from here on out. All right. He's <laughs> just uh, very sore. And the general's really taking a toll on you, huh? JC put his hand over his face. You kind of sound like the general from the commercials. He knew yeah. the words that were coming next. We're going to get sued for those. No way he could stop them or dodge them or get out from underneath their crushing weight. You work for me. Whoa, the general. Make to the general. Get something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was a- that general. It was the same general. Yeah. Oh, weird continuity. It's canon. Oh, shit. So. That's the end. 
Dan, the general is, he owns JC. That's what I heard. Sounds like he's got to stick up his anus. Is this like a large statement about how the military complex in America owns the religious vote? Uh, probably not, because no, this was yeah. written by a guy named Rex. No, I don't think so. so. I think Rex likes that. You ever heard of a bleeding heart liberal named Rex? Some na- some people were just born to be a Bad. certain way. <laughs> All Rexes eat r- extremely rare steak. That's that's you know that's what I think. Anyway. Sure, it's a personal opinion. Well, that book was uh, entertaining. Yeah, great. Uh, I liked it. It's the first book we read where a person peed on another person on purpose <laughs> and, yeah. then spit and then spit blood laughed. on them. Yeah, yeah, and then laughed. That was a good. And scene. they got in a car chase. Good fun. And then got chewed out by the general. Good fun. Probably should. So let's cast this thing as a movie, right? Yeah. What if this was a big Hollywood movie? Who's in it? All right. Well, we got to cast JC. JC. The big I'm, man. JC Bannister. I'm going with my main man, Army Hammer. <laughs> Army Hammer. With, Army Hammer. with long hair. <laughs> what? Every week. And a full beard. Every week, Army Hammer. Christ-like gets. Army Hammer. Yeah. Very interesting. Army Hammer is officially maybe our most casted person. I don't know. He's Andy McDowell. Andy McDowell, Andy McDowell yeah. Army Hammer gets a shot at least once every two or three uh, episodes. I got to go with uh, Jim Caviezel in this. <laughs> Weird. All I right. just see it. You just see Jimmy, Jimmy C, Jesus. Hey, now that's thinking. I think that's I'll go why. With, yeah, I think I'll. Enough. I think I'll go with Jim Caviezel too. All well, right. that means the general's got to be Mel Gibson. Boom. Yeah, he even talks like him. Yeah, I could see that, and he sucks and is a racist, so it's all appropriate. Yeah. Who else is in this? Joan. Book? Joan. Murdo. Duke. Joan is okay. Don't get ahead of yourself. Right. Joan is Joan Cusack. Fair. Easy. Humberto is. Well, let's go through his whole crew first. You got. Oh, Joan, Duke, Duke, John Cusack. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You know, fine. That's not what I was thinking, but sure. You do want a space for John. He's criminally underused these days. What's the last thing John Cusack was in? What was that? um, That disaster movie he was in 2012. That was came out in like 20. That's came out in 2009. Wow. That was a long time ago now. There was a time where Joan Cusack was eating John Cusack's dust, just not even close to his level of career. And she has surpassed him. Slightly. She's doing great. She's in okay. She's in some stuff, right? She was in Shameless a couple seasons. Yeah, that's fine. She was great in it. Good enough. That was a good show. Anyway, Duke, I don't see him as John Cusack. I see him as Michael Chiklis. Wow. Right. This is a chickle. Cool. Uh, let's, uh, what about Humberto, right? Humberto. Now, this is bad that I don't, oh, here's, we're going to do with, uh, what's the guy's, Luis. <laughs> He's in a uh, all. He's Guzman. in like, Luis Guzman. Guzman. Yeah, that's that's perfect. That's my actually. pick for Humberto. That's perfect. Okay. Yeah. All that's. Right. I think Luis Guzman. He is, would have a good reaction to being peed on. I think. Yeah, I think so. I think he'll do it because he's in. I don't know what that means, honestly. But yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you probably would too. Uh, if I know anything you, about you. Who do you guys have <laughs> directing this bad? Movie? Oh boy. Is this a? This seems like a Michael Bay. Yeah. Type. Yeah, the tr- car chase especially. When yeah. I was reading it, it Did, felt like a Nick Cage movie. Who? Well, honestly. he's but, Nick Cage could be JC. That's actually not bad. Who directed Bad Boys? Is that Michael Bay? Yeah. Okay, then yeah, that is the right answer. Boy, all right. I think I'd see this movie if it came out. Good time at the theater. The silver screen. Well, that's it for this week's episode of Amazon Book Club. Thank you to the aforementioned Morris Reese for the terrific music. Morris, love you, buddy. And stay tuned. We're going to play his best one. It's probably starting right now as I'm talking. It's probably already started if I know anything about this podcast. I'm a frequent listener. We're getting faded out to the very good song. Anyway, enough about Morris. 
We love you, Morris, much more than this next person. Chris Lindquist, thank you for the artwork. <laughs> uh, you can find us at AMZN Book Club on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find us at bookclubpodcast.com. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. You can write in to amzmbookclub at gmail.com. But don't do that. But do it. We'll read what you say. I'll read it personally. Maybe we'll read it on the air. Some person from an old folks home wrote in. Yeah. If you're listening... Thanks. We never talked about that on the show, but Hope yes, an old great. woman at an old folks home wrote in and asked if we could help her start a book club. And we said, madam, no. Like, we don't do that. No, we don't do that. Uh, all right. Thanks. Bye. Bye.